Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Nina is a ballet dancer that desperately wants to be cast in the role of the Swan Queen. She is perfect as the timid and cold white swan, but her director doesn't think she can cut loose and embrace the chaos of the duo role. Faced with her own internal struggles and a new rival ballerina, Nina begins to slowly lose herself to the role as her life, mind, and body begin to unravel in Darren Aronofsky's dark psychological drama, Black Swan. Better Trash, episode 109, Black Swan. My name is Eric. My name is Jason. And uh, I was able to make it through the uh, entire intro this time around. Oh, yeah? Did, yeah. You, did you pre-record it? No. Okay. No. Oh, you mean... You, I thought, you just heard me. I think you meant like the, uh, where you like do no, the synopsis. No, or, okay. uh, yeah, I do multiple takes of that to find the best one. And right. I do that uh after, uh, you know, this is all, uh, the dust has settled and everything like that. Oh, yeah. But I'm talking about how, uh, just recently, you were a, uh, a guest host on, uh, my other show. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it took me, like, five times to just get through the intro. <laughs> well, you had to perfect it. Well, I did, and then I just gave up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah I did. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I was like, no, you didn't. Yeah, you did. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about course about trash night or whatever right yeah, whatever i was trying to say i did not say it uh folks you'll hear it in about six weeks <laughs> that's right it's a little there's a little delay uh there's a little delay. yeah you got some stuff in the can over yeah, there we've, uh, there's at least uh at least four episodes no wait do the math carry the one you need scrap paper there are five episodes in the can Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I haven't seen five in the can since I ran those Japanese pornos a few years ago. Oh. I don't know. Five in the can? Right. Yeah, it was yeah. a good movie. Uh-huh. Parts one or... Uh, it was or, part 32. Part I don't know. Okay, yeah, I've never right. seen the original. Well, that's why you were so lost. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't follow the plot. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. They're all fucking in the ass. I don't even know, know the, the motivation, the character history. Yeah. How do you like that joke from, like, 40 years ago? Yeah. That was pretty bad. That was pretty, <laughs> well, that's all we do. We recycle. That's true. We're just trying to save the environment. We're conscious. <laughs> We're going green with our comedy. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that was really fun, though. You should check it out, listeners. Oh, eventually, at some point. I mean, just check out League Night in general, right? Well, thank you. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. It should. Yeah. 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 I hope you are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's, a, it's a fun show to do. Well, not that this isn't fun either. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, and hey, if you've ever complained about how long this show is, that show's only 20 minutes. Oh, well, see? Perfect. Yeah. And most people do complain about how long this is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, most being you and I. Yeah. Yeah, especially me. <laughs> <clears throat> I think if we could just cut down the first segment to like eight minutes and the second segment to... 
four? About four seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just like just long enough to pick the next. Exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. We just come back. We pick it. Okay. Well, then uh, let's do it. Black Swan. It was okay. Yeah, I liked it. Okay. We'll take a break. All right. No, no. And pick up uh, segment two, five, four. Drop the music track. Two, one. Uh, you're supposed to cue in the next segment. Hey, uh, welcome back to Good Drive. All right, I'm gonna pick a comic book. All right, the end. <laughs> <laughs> Is it uh, Fantastic Four at the end? Or wasn't that a miniseries? Fantastic Four at the end. Yeah, that was Hope a bunch end. of miniseries. Yeah. Uh, the Hulk the end was just a one shot. That was a really good one too. Yes, it was. The Peter David, Peter David Dale Keown. Dale Keown. Yep. Right. Yeah, that was excellent. Yes, it was. I haven't read any of the others. Uh, I haven't mean, either. Me yeah. either. Yeah, not even the one that uh, Stan Lee wrote. Didn't know that he did one. Yeah, he did one. I think uh, Alan Davis drew it. No, nope. or maybe Alan Davis oh, did that, a separate one. That was the Fantastic Four one, wasn't it? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, there were two Fantastic Four the ends. Really. One that Stan Lee did, and then one that Alan Davis did. That seems unnecessary. Uh, a little bit. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, if you're someone at Marvel, are you going to say no if Stan Lee wants to do something? Well, even though it's no. probably not going to be good. Right. Because he is now the hacky, talentless, doddering old man. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got, he's got a, you know, the history. He's got the, uh, the right. leg, he did the legwork. Yeah, but uh, 40 years ago. Yeah, this is time to cut loose some uh, some uh, senile old man. Here. Oh man, let him go uh, make his uh, stripperella and his Soldier uh, Zero. Yeah, generic superheroes over at Boom. I, you know, I I still really do respect Stanley. I I do like him. Like I don't think he's written anything like good lately. You know. Like in the last 50 years. I would, uh, yeah. 40, I 45, 45. I was going to say that uh, Jack Kirby would probably uh, argue with you that he'd never written anything good. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not interested in his, like, Boom Studio stuff. Um, but, you know. Well, it's basically the exact same as his uh, Stanley reimagines the DC Universe. Or Ravage 2099. Uh, Ravage was awesome. Or uh, his uh, line of cartoons that he did with Hugh Hefner. Or, oh, did he really? Yeah. Strip, Stripperella. Yeah. Talking about doing something together. Stripperella was the uh, the first uh, sort of uh, inkling that uh, Stanley had completely lost it. <laughs> I don't think he even writes the Boom Studio stuff, though. I think like no, Dark yeah, Way. Other people do. Yeah. 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 But, uh, so who knows? Maybe the quality of those is actually not bad, but uh, you yeah. know, the idea of it, I'm sure, is as generic as you can get. Right. Yeah. But I mean, a good writer could take a generic character, and you know, right, right. I mean, you know, that's what a lot of the Vertigo guys did. You know, they, yeah, they, they take Alan Moore, like with old the something. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Even, yeah. even like Shade of Changing Man. I mean, I don't know the original. Uh, uh, yeah, the original's not that great. Uh, Steve Ditko. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. It's yeah, not yeah, good weird. It's just weird, right? And Peter Milligan turned it into a fantastic book. Mm-hmm. Fantastic book. Most of it, anyway. Yeah, some oh, of it kind of wavered, but yeah. Oh yeah, for the I, most part. I loved the shade, the change. Oh, oh me too. In fact, if I could, I'd say let's read all seventy issues for the show. <laughs> uh, the American Scream's probably only like twenty issues. Right? <laughs> we could probably do that. Twenty-five, maybe. That was a very long storyline. Mm. Very long storyline. Yeah. 
Hmm. Uh, I feel like we were actually talking about something minutes ago, but... Uh, not really. No, I don't uh, remember. Comedy and uh, league nights and uh, I was shortening uh, the show. Uh, that was pretty much where all this came from. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was it. That was probably it. <laughs> uh, but uh, we could uh, just jump right in and start talking about uh, the movie we watched. Well, let's do that. Okay. All right. That'd be crazy. That's so crazy it just might work. Yeah, we've done it before because apparently we don't like each other enough to uh, actually have a conversation again. Well, we've been talking to each other. Yeah, we've been hanging out for hours. Uh, in silence, watching a movie <laughs> called Black Swan. Black Swan. Natalie yes. Portman. Natalie Portman, Mila Kunis, uh, Vincent Cassell, uh, apparently Barbara Hershey. Uh, <laughs> I think that's about it. Filmed by Darren Aronofsky. Uh, Who you may know from other films. Yeah, we've uh, we reviewed one of them. Yeah. Uh, the Wrestler. The Wrestler. Which uh, kind of stems from my uh, uh, my opinion of this movie. Yeah. Is that uh, this was way too much like The Wrestler. There's some similarities, but there were some differences. Oh, there's some major differences, uh, but thematically... I think, and uh, structure, uh, story-wise, uh, you know, how it was set up and how, uh, basically, the, the arc that it took, right, right. Uh, I thought uh, was uh, very, very much like The Wrestler. It was different enough, because she's, like, building up to her success, whereas The Wrestler, like, it basically starts out when he's, like, in his decline. Right. So, I mean, it's like a different approach to the I think in the, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen it but I think there was a point where he started almost kind of a, a an upswing on on uh, right, right. maybe not his career but his life yeah oh yeah and, oh, yeah. and then he threw it all away uh, spoiler if you haven't seen the rest sorry yeah <laughs> uh, but uh, spoiler if you haven't uh, seen Black Swan because uh, it just came out uh like two days ago. Uh, well, uh, here it did. So I'm sure across the uh, the country it's been uh, right. opening slowly. Yeah, it takes them a while to get the film reels through the cornfields. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I guess uh, yeah, she's uh, Natalie Portman is a ballerina with uh, a lot of potential. She's veen for a. Uh, the lead role in Swan Lake, and uh, basically it goes with that. And uh, it's it's her uh, struggling to uh, to uh, to get that role. Yeah, yeah. to to maintain uh, whatever she needs. Their drive, right, right, and, right. Like, composure, and uh, the director <clears throat> played by Vincent Cassell uh, is is trying to get her to because uh, she's. Uh, <clears throat> She is what I would compare uh, uh, to, to to nerdify this up. Right, do it. Uh, it's the only way I'll understand. Right, right. She uh, her her ballerina character is to me uh, the uh, ballerina equivalent of an Alex Ross is to comics. Uh, oh, the perfectionist. Perfectionist, technically very good, but lifeless <laughs> and <laughs> stiff. And terrible because of that. Oh, man. But technically, very good. Knows what they're doing. You know, it's funny that you put in a nerdy comic book reference, because yeah. while we were sitting in the theater 
and they were talking about like how she's a perfectionist, but um, you know, it was when Vince Cassell was actually yelling at her the first time about that uh-huh. in the studio about how she needs to loosen up and right. show people, you know, different uh, different things. I actually literally was like, I was, th- I was like, oh yeah, that's kind of like Chris Ware is the perfectionist, and he seems so like distraught over his work sometimes right but at at the same time it is fucking perfect right right but then i was like but he does show this other side too because he puts out these sketchbooks sketchbooks and shows like his raw crazy yeah and uh and i think yeah which are amazing yeah Yeah. oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah so yeah you're you're uh, i think your comparison is uh so far more apt than mine because there's no way i could ever defend alex I love Alex Ross. I, I, I it's uh, it's unnatural for me. I mean, it seems like right. like 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 I'm kind of glad I love him because uh, like it's not some ironic love. Like, oh, he's great. Right, right. I mean, like I genuinely fucking love his his artwork. Um, but I but I usually come from a, a place like comic wise where I like cartoony. It, uh, way, and... Yeah, way more cartoony, way more rough around the edges. Like right. like I don't care if they like. You know, scratch out something and rewrite it, or like it goes <laughs> off the panel, or like, like I I like it more like a punk rock aesthetic for right, comics. Right. But I think he's he is awesome. Like I totally dig what he's doing. Well, I think you're wrong, right? Of course uh, you do. But uh, uh, I know where you're coming from. I guess kind of. Uh, I think that you've just uh, you've chosen a, a poor subject of admiration. <laughs> there are uh, far better. Uh, perfectionist comic book artists than Alex Ross. Well, it's weird because I usually don't even like that whole thing. Like, like I mean, I look at, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of an example even. Like, like uh, Travis Chairs? I really like Travis Chairs, actually. Okay. Uh, like, even Adam Adam Hughes and Frank Cho. Uh-huh. Like, I really like them. Like, I think they're really good. Right. But I've never owned anything by them, and I don't expect that I ever will. Right. Like, like, like I... If now, I, is I, that... Because uh, you just don't uh, fully 100% uh, enjoy their art, or is it because of the stigma of them being girly artists? No, yeah, not even that. Uh, I didn't even think about that until you just mentioned it. Um, Yeah, like, I really like Frank Cho's stuff a lot. Like, like, probably like 10 times as much as I like Adam Hughes. Right. And And I think Adam Hughes is really good. Right. But, like, that whole style that just, like, really realistic and, like, kind of perfect looking right like usually i don't like it unless there's something tweaked like you know how art adams has like a kind of a cartoony like injection into his style even though it's yeah, well like, i would say he is cartoony first and he's like got and the then, cheesecake pinup right monster then, and, yeah yeah but but it's all coming from uh the the i think it's definitely coming from uh the angle of him wanting to be you know like maybe in animation, you know, when he first started drawing. Yeah. It's it's definitely a cartoony place that he's coming from. Right. Uh, Whereas, uh, you know, I mean, he does, like, the really fine rendering and the the cross-hatching and the detail, but, you know, that's just part of what makes him, you know... His his huge flavor. Right, right. Uh, And also, I would argue to say that uh, while Adam Hughes and Frank Cho have a somewhat realistic style i think both of them also come from a place of of cartooning especially frank joe i mean he's got yeah like the monkey comic strips right right and uh i think that they've just uh, been able to take that cartoon look and add realism to it Mm -hmm. 
which is where they're coming from, or as Alex Ross uh, and even Travis Charest, I think, come from a place of, like, this is what looks real. Right. And yeah. this is what I'm going to draw to make it look real. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and those guys are both amazing. Like, and I, I don't. I don't claim to quite understand my fascination with Alex Ross, but like literally every time like a Green Hornet or whatever cover comes out, I like I like like when I'm sorting comics, I like pause and look at it for a second. I'm like, damn, that is amazing. Yeah, and then I just like seeing the 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 pictures of his uh, overweight fifty year old friends <laughs> in spandex. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Uh, see, now I love Travis Charest, and uh, I've said this uh, a couple times recently that uh, you know over the course of the summer, Adam Hughes ruined my life. Uh, when when he put out his uh, art book that I bought, uh, <laughs> the covers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. If uh, Travis Charest ever put out an art book, I'm probably just going to kill myself. <laughs> well, I hope he doesn't. But he does have a graphic novel coming out next month. Yeah, and I'll probably buy that, and uh, I'll be depressed for a while after I read it. I guarantee you that. Yeah. Okay. But if he ever just puts out like a, a thick ass coffee table book of just his oh, art, man, that would be amazing. It would be amazing, and I would love every second of it. Oh. And as soon as I got to the last page, I would probably just cut my throat. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Well, if it ever on come, the paper, if it ever comes out, I'll rip the last page out before you buy it. Well, then that means I'm just going to kill myself a page earlier. Damn, I'm speeding the process. <laughs> is that a is that some sort of underlying subconscious uh, uh, hostility I have? It could be. Could be. I, I've always suspected that you hate me. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, clearly. I mean, clearly. I say it every day. Yeah. 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 You wake up, you look in the mirror, you're like. Everybody, well, oh, I figured you'd be like, everybody hates me, and then you go through the list. Well, I go, every, everyone does hate me, I'm pretty much sure of that, but uh, it only really hurts because uh, you're one of my closest friends. Aw. And uh, then you hate me. I and, take uh, it back, I don't hate you anymore. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, over, I'm over it. I've transcended, wow, this is like one of those Sunday religious power hours <laughs> where somebody like slaps me in the forehead, yeah. and I can walk all of a sudden. <laughs> It's a lot like that. So yeah. we're, and we're then, just, uh, during the break, we're going to handle snakes. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so anyway, I don't know how this uh, veered off so wildly. but uh, uh, Because of we're involved. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> Black Swan. So uh, Natalie Portman is like Chris Ware, which is, uh, oh, yeah. again, a much more apt uh, comparison, I think. And I agree with you 100% because uh, Chris Ware is awesome. Uh, he is a perfectionist. Yeah. And then, yeah, but but he is also able to tap into his... Uh, uh, visceral. Not, right, right, yeah, visceral, yeah, 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 visceral, which is what uh, Vincent Cassell is trying to get Natalie Portman to do. Yeah. He was great, by the way. He is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I've liked him in most everything I've seen him in, uh, even if the movie has been terrible. Like, what's an example? Because he looks familiar, but I can't place him. He was in Brotherhood of the Wolf. Okay. Uh, he played the uh, the one-armed guy who turned out to have two arms. Spoiler. <laughs> okay. Remember? Uh, oh, man. It's been forever. Yeah. Uh, he was the French guy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He wasn't the Japanese guy? No. no. Okay. Was he the wolf? Uh, no, he was not the wolf. Okay. I know you're and, talking about that. And the Japanese guy? Also not Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> was he? He was, was uh, he was a Native American who just happened to know Kung Fu. Okay. <laughs> Was he playing Japanese? No. Okay, so I'm just being I think horribly that actor racist. is like half Japanese. Okay, well then I'm only half racist. Okay. <laughs> I'm not horribly racist, I'm no, just yeah, yeah. passively racist. Right. Yeah. That's, I think, the, the main theme of this show. Passively general, racist. Passively yeah. racist. Yeah. Welcome to Passively Racist Hour. <laughs> Put on your hoods.
Pull up a can of Coors, <laughs> Coors Light. <laughs> well, you can put on your hoods, but uh, you can uh, lift them over your head. You know, like, like, uh, oh, so yeah. you're just wearing the cone part. Oh, basically. yeah. We're passively racist. Yeah, passive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you can see everybody's face while we're racist. <laughs> it seems a lot more, a lot less, you know. Right. Dirty. Well, exactly. Yeah. A lot less scary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Vincent Cassell, uh, who's in that, he was in uh, Irreversible. Haven't seen that. Uh, don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I will. Uh, there was a part in this movie, though, that uh, made me think of Irreversible for a second. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, uh, well, A, he's in both of those movies. Uh, there's a scene <laughs> where Natalie Portman is walking uh, back home from the, uh, the ballet studio, and she goes under this... Uh, walkway that's covered oh yeah yeah like covered with the graffiti and uh basically uh the the female character in irreversible walks through a similar tunnel and then proceeds to get raped for 10 minutes oh geez but uh <laughs> you know, just for uh, a quick second i was like oh irreversible <laughs> yeah i don't wanna, i don't want to see that you shouldn't but vincent gassell Terrible movie. He's really good in it. Oh, he's in the Irreversible. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You said, said that. that. <laughs> Who's Vincent Cassell? <laughs> Is, isn't he like a football commentator or something? Uh, it's Howard Cassell. Ah, Howard yeah. Cassell, yeah. And uh, he also was amazing in Brotherhood of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't Ed Asner? <laughs> they have the same voice. He played the Japanese guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. He was he was only half Japanese on the beat. Right, yeah, yeah. Mm. So yeah, okay. So uh, I'm getting the vibe that you're you're kind of lukewarm on the Black Swan. Kinda, right. yeah. Um, I think it, I think it's a fine movie. Like, uh, but I I don't know that uh, I would recommend anyone to rush out to see it. Right, right. Um, a lot of it. Was just that. I think maybe I'm getting tired of Darren Aronofsky's uh, gimmicks, like the little things that he does to make it his movie. Right. Like I'm, I really never ever need to see again a close up of somebody walking, like the back of their head for two. Back minutes. of the head yeah. or the front of their head. Yeah. Uh, the camera strapped to them somehow. The yeah, back, the back of the, see that. the back of the head thing did. It was like I was like, oh, this is. Uh, this is Randy Ram walking up to yep, to, yep. to his uh, his mobile home or whatever. Yep. Yeah, I mean there was a lot of. He, I mean he's got he's got his staples down, but I mean right. I think a lot of filmmakers do that. Like once they find what works for their style, like I think even like Alfred Hitchcock and uh, um, Wes Anderson. I mean like they you know they're amazing both of them, but it, they like found something that works for them. They just kind of like repeatedly do it. Right. Um, maybe that's what he's trying to do. It could be, but. Uh, and, and maybe it's just, uh, it's been a while since I've seen a Wes Anderson or a Hitchcock movie, but, uh, it doesn't seem like they have that thing that is so blatantly obvious a thing that they do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their, their style is maybe, well, I wouldn't say Wes Anderson's subtle in any, any way, shape, or form, right, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's not as like, it's not as gratuitous somehow. Right. Like right. it's, like it's more just like, it feels like you, you've, uh strapped yourself into Wes Anderson's world. Right. And like instead of like just like certain certain uh like you said gimmicks or tricks that he does. Yeah. But I think that that that's a thing that just bothered me from the get go in this movie was the oh it's 
him doing his thing again. Right. And and it may also be because uh, I recently uh, rewatched Requiem for a Dream for the first time in ten years. Right. And uh, which did, you can, huh? Which you can. Uh, see. Uh, you can read my review of that on uh, nostalgia equals distortion dot which is an awesome site. It is a very good site, and uh, I've got another review that I want to be writing. Probably within the next week. Hopefully right, right, uh, yeah. before or shortly after Christmas. Uh, yeah. I'll have one up. Uh, but uh, uh, thank you again, Brian John Mitchell, for allowing us to uh, fart all over your site. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just... I, I, uh, it really kind of uh, took away some of the luster and some of the... the some of the, the sheen of, of uh, Darren Aronofsky for me. Right. And, like, it's now, like, I can see through him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I really... Like, like for the longest time, Requiem for a Dream was, like, my number two favorite movie of all time. And I really did like The Wrestler. And uh, I really like Pie. Pie, right. And I still have yet to see The Fountain, but I love the comic. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, so but but it's sort of like rewatching Requiem and maybe the hype for Black Swan, kind of just all sort of combined into this. Uh, oh, see, I, see, I didn't hear any hype. Like the only thing I heard was uh, <clears throat> yesterday a guy at the at my work was like, "Yeah, I want to see that too." Because I I said, "Yeah, I'm gonna go see that." Right. But I I, didn't, I haven't heard anything about it at all, other than the, you know, that it was out basically. Well, I'm a nerd. I read the internet. And uh, it's hard to escape it. Yeah. You know, okay. Black Swan is nominated for every category ever in every award ceremony. Oh, really? Ever. Is it? Not really. But, okay. You know, I'm exaggerating. But, but, but it's getting good. But it's getting a lot oh, okay. of buzz and it's getting a lot of uh, nominations for things, uh, like well, winning a lot of critics' awards. That kind of surprises me, sort of. But I think that, honestly, it's just a place of like, oh, it's Darren Aronofsky. Uh, he, he, did the he did The Wrestler. Yeah, yeah. We should probably... Uh, <laughs> At least not yeah. right, yeah. Hmm. Uh, or at least the promise of blowjobs. I uh, <clears throat> I really liked it. I really did. Um, I didn't love it, and like you said, I wouldn't tell everybody like this is the movie that you have to go see. Right, like, yeah. Like to me, it's it's no the wrestler. Right, yeah, yeah. The wrestler was a much better movie, and I think it got its uh, messages across better than this movie. Uh, but it kind of is like, it's a perfect yin yang though, like a companion movie. Like if he wanted to, because I mean, it it's so similar, like you said, right. in certain aspects. But like you know, the the wrestler is like the almost like, almost uh, tongue in cheek in times. You know, like you know where he's like dancing around a rat and the. Right. I mean, you know, like it's fun. And this is like the more like, creepier, serious, feminine version of that right. maybe. Yeah. Uh, this had its humorous moments, though. Uh, you're, uh, you, uh, we went with, uh, we, we actually went to the theater. We, we, uh, took a field trip. Field trip. With, uh... We got our parents' permission slips. Right, right. Uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, big part of the Gutter Trash family went. Yeah. Uh, Joe G of, uh, League Night fame and Kathleen Coyle of multiple guest, uh, yeah. Gutter Trash fame. And, uh, your lady friend. Uh, there was a part where she and I cracked the hell up. Uh, over at least one thing. Uh, was it when you, you got your wish? 
Uh, yes. Because uh, when we watched yes. Human Centipede. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you said that guy needs to be in every movie. And now he is. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that was your one wish in life, and you squandered it on that. Like, if you would have wished for, like, world peace or, like, millions of dollars that, that night... But no, you wanted a guy that makes uh, rude, an older man who makes rude gestures towards younger women in every movie. And now you're going to go watch, like, Cars 2 <laughs> in 3D. <laughs> and he's going to be there. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, yeah. That was, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy guy on the train. Yep. Creepy guy. Spoiler. Yeah. It's not really a spoiler. Oh. But it's hilarious. I, I think that movie definitely needed maybe, moments of liberty. Maybe even one more than it had. Yeah, yeah. Because it's pretty, like... And, like, a lot of the scenes are those creepy scenes where, like, there's no closure to the scene. Like, something weird happens or, like... And then you're just kind of left hanging and it, like, cuts abruptly to another scene. Um, I just noticed it, I noticed it a couple times. I'm trying to think. Um, uh... Yeah, I can't. I can't think of the specifics, but but well, then you're lying. it seemed and it seemed jarring to me like a couple times where like there it was just like, you know, creepy and uh, the scene would never mellow out or end. It would just like you would just be like uncomfortable, and it would cut to another scene that's already like, you know, excuse me, progressing. It's not like a establishing shot or something. It's like right. people actually talking. And it was just I don't know. I think it needed a couple more like funny parts to like give you a break. Right. Uh, like her masturbation scene, that was funny. <laughs> With her mom in the room. Yeah, I don't really think that was funny. Really? I thought that was yeah, funny. Yeah. When she, because it was, you know, she was like going going to town and yeah, she looks over yeah. and her mom's in the room. Yeah. I thought that was funny. I didn't really find that funny at all. Really? Uh, yeah. I thought I, that I, was, uh, uh, kind of sad. Really? Yeah. I actually uh, literally found that funnier than the old man on the train. Oh, uh, there's nothing funnier than the old man on the train. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, the masturbation scene, uh, both masturbation scenes. Uh, first of all, let me just say, uh, hottest non-porn masturbation in any movie ever by a female actress. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to yeah. say, I'm going to have to argue with you. Yeah, yeah. But no, okay. Uh, uh, and also, uh, hottest uh, lesbian sex scene not in a porn movie. Uh, yeah. What, yeah. what was that? Uh, oh, I'm trying to think. What was that uh, Wachowski Brothers movie? Bound. The, Bound. That was yeah. pretty hot. It was pretty hot, but I think this one topped it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, even though I do like uh, Gina Gershon better than I like, uh, and uh, Jennifer Tilly. Better than I like uh, either of these two actresses. Uh, chick from that 70s show and uh, <laughs> Queen Amidala. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You totally nerded that up. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> she was in that 70s show? Mm-hmm. Was that... Uh, that was her? Yeah. Wow. That was uh, Austin Kuster's girlfriend? Yeah. Huh? Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't recognize her. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, it's hot. You get, you give it that. Let's well, get some yeah. hotness. Those are those are my compliments. Yeah. And I'm saying that in a purposefully creepy way. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's not supposed to be. Right. It's not supposed to be. No. But uh, no, I did not think that the masturbation scenes were, or the first one at least, was not funny. Yeah. I thought it was sad. Really? Because the whole point of it was 
Like, it's it, it was a homework assignment that she got from the director. Right, to masturbate. Right, to basically to loosen up. And, and it was basically just, I think, one of the small examples of every time that she made an attempt to actually break out of her shell and become a fully realized human being, her mother was there to crush it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, which eventually just led to her spoiler total mental breakdown. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. But about like the reasoning behind it and everything. Right. But I, st- I thought it was funny. That was funny. Uh, I, I, I don't think it was funny. Uh, it was just depressing. I was just like, no, <laughs> I like that sort of thing. <laughs> it was a dough moment, but yeah. uh, just in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I think they did a really good job with. Uh, like Natalie Portman was very believable as as like yeah. you know the stressed out uh, meek kind of mm-hmm. uh, character who's striving for something huge, and uh, and her transformation was fucking awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought she was incredible in that movie. Again, I'm not saying it's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think I've said that at all. No, it, it is definitely my least favorite Aronofsky movie. Uh, well. No, it's better than Rogue for a dream not to. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, just because while it still had his gimmicks in it, it wasn't uh, overtly gimmicky, you know? Right. Like, uh, Requiem had a lot of the, the close-up eyeball shots. Oh, it was and, very in-your-face right, with yeah. the gimmicks, yeah. Uh, this one was, was more subdued. Yeah. And uh, the little cinematography tricks and special effects, I think, all worked towards... His goal with this mm-hmm. movie, uh, which which I thought played off very well. He does, he does seem to like, especially after Requiem. Like a lot of his movies seem to, they have this like pared down kind of feel, right. like very bare bones, like sets and like effects. Right. Uh, well, not not the fountain, but well, yeah. but uh, but yeah, I mean, like this sort of had that very like realistic feel to it too. Right. But but at the same time, he, there were. Especially towards the end, very special effects heavy, uh, which yeah. I thought worked. Yeah, and oh then, yeah, uh, I thought they yeah. worked really well. Yeah, yeah, the, the yeah, it took me like I'd say about it really did take me like twenty thirty minutes to get into this movie. Like the first part, of it, I was like, it's oh. very slow to begin and yeah. to, to lift off. I, I mean, I couldn't tell if I was going to like it because I mean, I like slow stuff, but uh, <laughs> it wasn't. I mean, it was slow, but it wasn't because it was slow that I was having trouble. Right, like, right. I was just like, I don't know if I'm going to get into this. But I think the last, like, you know, yeah, hour or or so. See, uh, towards the middle, uh, even around the, the lesbian sex scene, I was kind of wondering, eh, when's this movie going to end? Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. It was just like, like if, I, if I wasn't just going to disturb everybody, I just kept wanting to check my phone to see what time it was. Right, but, right. Uh... But I will say, like, the, the climax of the movie and, uh, like, like, you know, the the big... Uh, performance scene. I think that's yeah, that was really awesome. made up for a lot of my problems with the movie. Yeah, the last the last bit of the movie was really great. I yeah. I had to pee like a motherfucker. <laughs> I drank two glasses of water right before we went into the theater for yeah. some reason, and then like yeah, the last thirty forty minutes of the movie, my bladder was like bursting. Like I think I seeped a little, but. <laughs> like as soon as I saw the words directed by Darren Aronofsky, I ran out of the theater. 
And it, uh, yeah, it caused me, Joe, and Kathleen to just start cracking up. <laughs> which must have been weird to the other people in the audience. Because we were in the background and they didn't right, see me. Yeah. Leave. yeah. <laughs> They're like, this the, like, the movie ended and those three people just started laughing. <laughs> Well, it was weird, too, because when we were waiting to go into the theater, the previous show-in was letting out, yeah. and everybody that walked out was smiling. Yeah. And I was like, is this movie end funny? Like, like they all just had to pee. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> I mean, I was like, these people really had a good time watching this kind of, this girl spiral out of control. Yeah. Well, it kind of does have a happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I see what you're saying. It's the happiest ending I've ever seen in a Darren Aronofsky movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, The Wrestler, and, like, even that movie sort of, like, I don't want to... Just wanna, ends. It, it, well, it does, but, I mean, it sort of has a similar last scene. Yes, very similar. But, uh, like, even in physically what happens. But, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, I mean, but that's much more ambiguous, like, The Wrestler, like... Like, I mean, I could totally, like, I totally see that as, like, that was his last performance and he right, died. Right, right. Yeah. But, uh, but I could see people totally. Who that he, yeah, like, yeah, he, right, he, right. he just was going at it. And, like, yeah. he's this one is still a little more definitive as to, to what actually happens. Right. I, I, I'm pretty safe in saying that. Spoiler free. Yeah. 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 And we're not going to blow the end of it. No, but, no. But, uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, basically, I think. Once the movie begins to focus more on Natalie Portman's insanity, right, uh, is where the movie really picks up for me. But it just really took a long time to get there. And did you get, because I think this was, like I talked a little bit to Kathleen about this on the way home. Do you think the, uh, her theory was that the insanity was an inherited thing? Like her mom was a little crazy? Oh, her mom is super crazy. Is that, so... Yeah, what was the deal with all of the paintings that her mom was doing? I don't know. Like, was that her getting her insanity out? Like, maybe. Because she was, like, freaking out when, when the Natalie Portman sees her, like, spies her doing the painting. Well, she wasn't really freaking out, though. Wasn't she, like, crying while she was painting? She was crying, but, yeah, she wasn't freaking well, out. Yeah, well, yeah. Right. But, I mean, she was, like, very emotionally right. involved in her work. But uh, the one painting she was working on uh, was uh, the first time we get a glimpse of uh, Natalie Portman being nuts is uh, her walking past that room when her mom's not in and the paintings start to move they, a like, little. Uh, their eyes, like, move a little bit or right, something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that one painting that, that the eyes moved, uh, later on when we see Natalie Portman run into that room to uh, tear down all the paintings, spoiler, uh, it's the one that her mom was working on while she was crying. Okay. And that painting now, like, had the eyes blacked out and just had, like, black streaks running down its face. Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah. Okay. I didn't notice it was the same one. Yeah. So it was the one that had her uh, picture stapled right next to it. Okay. Her portrait. Also, terrible artist. <laughs> I liked the art. I thought it was fun. She's, I mean, she was no Alex Ross, but, you know, who is? So that were those, a lot of those were of Natalie Portman's character, right? Some of them were, I think. Yeah. I mean, there's some, like, weird like, yeah, fantasy characters in there. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't quite. I like. I'd like to see it again, or like, I don't know, hear someone's take on the whole like mom, the history of the mom, and like, and what was the deal with her. her well, I think artwork. it's pretty much she was just a stage mom. Like, you know, she just wanted uh, wanted to live the life that she never had through her daughter, Natalie right. Portman. 
to the point where she was uh, basically insane about it. You know, like it, it almost seems like Natalie Portman was forced in the ballet because you know her mom was a failure, right? And you know, and so it's like there's guys that go to the little league games, like come on, sport, no, right, it's, right, yeah. you got to do it, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I guess her mom was just a little nutty. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, she was super nuts, too. But yeah. 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 And very overbearing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> huh. Oh, yeah. And, and it's weird because, I don't know about you, but, like, I like I almost kept wanting to root for Natalie Portman to just give in to her being completely crazy. Really? Yeah, it's like, because it's like, if she can finally just go nuts, then she's free. Yeah, know, she she could be her own whole person, you know, for the first time in her life. Like, go crazy, Natalie Portman, get do it. Right, you know, hook up with uh, you know Jean Renault and kill some people. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, she she let off a little steam there in the middle of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Went out and partied for the first yeah. time ever, probably. Yeah, yeah. And uh, much to her mom's dismay. Right. Right. Uh, but, but, uh, you know, then, of course, she just went completely overboard with it, and, uh, yeah, uh, and basically thought she turned into a human swan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah, it's not really, that's in the trailer. Yeah, I, yeah. you know, I really don't like the poster of that movie, like, now that I've seen the movie. Right. Because, you know, the issues are in the, like, the black swan makeup, which... Right. You don't see till like the last ten minutes of the movie, right? I really, I really think it would have been a much. I mean, maybe they were trying to like be all like, you know, shocking or whatever. But I think it would have been a much better subtle, you know, like they would have went subtle and like just showed her like on the dance floor as a like a pretty ballerina. I mean, maybe that wouldn't have drawn as many people in. Probably not. Yeah. But I think that would have been like much more representative of. Well, here's. The thing about this movie, like like the thing that's bothered me from the get go, even before even seeing it, is that everyone's calling this a horror movie. Yeah, it's weird. Everyone is calling this a horror movie. In fact, uh, I was on Twitter before I left home today uh, to go see the movie, and a guy that I follow, the horror movie a day guy, he's reviewing uh, Black Swan today on his site. Right, horror movie a day. It's not a horror movie. Yeah, it, it's. It's a psychological... It's a psychological based. kind of drama. It's a right. psychological drama. And some fucked up shit happens right. that you might see in a horror movie. But it's not a horror yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's the wrestler with special effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, really, it really is. Yeah, um, yeah that's, that is weird that they tried to build it as a horror movie. Yeah. I've never seen a... Oh, maybe I'd, I did see one trailer for this movie, actually. Um, but I, I couldn't remember if they showed any of the blood stuff in the trailer. They show some of the, the uh, like, the stuff happening on her uh, back mm-hmm. and, like, pulling the feather from her first skin. Right. Uh, and, of course, her and, like, the fully transformed, well, not fully transformed, but at least with the, uh... The makeup. The red eyes and the makeup, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, <clears throat> now that we've kind of talked about it, like, I, like I'm not, I, I'm not saying like I like it more now that I've talked about it. But you know, I did really like it, right. and I think I'd like to see it again now that we've kind of talked about it because there's like certain things like yeah, I'd like to see how that clears up a second time around. Right. 
So maybe I would recommend people seeing this a couple times. I'd recommend it once on DVD. Mm-hmm. You don't need to rush out to see it. I, I really don't think this is a necessity at, yeah, at the theater. Yeah, this is not a must-see. <clears throat> but it's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, It is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, uh, you know, found more flaws in it than I found, uh, you know, with some of his other films. I think I like it just slightly more than you do, but, <coughs> but yeah, I didn't I didn't think it was, like, mind-blowing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like the story, and, and I like... Uh, you know, the the acting was great. Yeah, Natalie Portman uh, was awesome in this movie. <clears throat> Very good. Um, eh, not so hot on uh, Mila Kunis, but she was barely in it for for being third bill actor. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, her mom's in it more than. Uh, Which one's Mila Kunis? Uh, the chick from this Oh, Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she was good too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I did. I did totally not recognize her. And I used to watch that show. That's, uh, I think, another problem I had with uh, this movie is that, uh, you know, like the the, uh, the the synopsis of it, or that's it's Natalie Portman versus her uh, rival, right? But that doesn't really happen. Yeah, <laughs> she becomes a rival for about five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Towards the end, <laughs> so they they tried to, yeah, they yeah. tried to like give it that spin, right? Like fact, it's a horror movie with. Uh, you know, two girls going at it. Right, you know? yeah, like, yeah. Okay, I'm in. Right. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's another thing. Like, uh, other than it being marketed as a horror movie, it was also marketed on the, the back of uh, the lesbian scene. Right. Yeah, yeah that's horrible. It's like, hey, this is a horror movie, and Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis are totally going to fuck. <laughs> well, that'll get the nerds in there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it would be worth seeing at the theater just to support, like, something that's, you know, you know. Not drawn as, as different as this, yeah. It's pretty different, yeah. But but yeah, I mean, rent it, rent it on DVD. Yeah. And honestly, I think, uh, well, I mean, you know, this seems to be playing more at art house theaters, so you know, that's uh, it's good to support those theaters. It is, yeah. Uh, it's it's good to support those theaters when they actually have something worth watching. Yeah, yeah. And I would say this was worth watching at the art house theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think I, if this was a playing at like the showcase or the green or right. whatever, I don't think I those fuckers don't need your money anyway. Yeah, but yeah, it was playing at the neon. Yeah, it, was, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I always yeah. like an excuse to go to the neon because because you can buy beer. I can buy beer. I didn't buy anything. You didn't today, yeah. but uh, you're drinking one now. I'm right? drinking one now. Um, uh, your your girlfriend brought bought the uh, the uh, craziest looking coffee I've ever seen. It had in my like life. candy canes and like shoots and ladders hanging out of it. It was bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Can you can you hold this while I go to the restroom?" I was like, "Sure." And I was like, I was standing there looking. I was looking down. I was like, "I've got like a fucking Halloween bag full a coffee a coffee cup full of like a Halloween sack of candy and." <laughs> And I was like, I'm gonna look like the foo-fooest dude in in the in an art house yeah. theater, which is saying something. Right. Like, I don't even have a a nice scarf, and I'm gonna out out fag that guy. <laughs> yeah, you kind of did. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. because there was at least uh, two other guys in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Be- before coffee could have out faggoted you. Yeah, yeah. And I don't say fag in a derogatory yeah. term. I, Art, yeah, no. I, to me, art fag is oh, yeah, is one yeah, thing, yeah, and like yeah. you know, it's and then the uh, yeah. homosexual insult is another. Right, right. So, 
correct me if you if you want, listener. That's hey, fuck those people. Oh, I, I know. Hey. I know. What you uh, I was. Uh, I did show up at the theater uh, before you guys, and I was just uh, sitting around waiting. And this uh, couple came in. A uh, guy wearing a, a scarf. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 And uh, he and his uh, lady both sat down and both immediately just got on their phones. Like texting or talking? Uh, one was texting, one was talking. Um, yeah. It just, uh, it's it depressing. Like, must be a wonderful relationship there. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't even say like, oh, pardon me, I got to do nope. this. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, it's too bad. I mean, and, and uh, going back a moment, I, I do wear a scarf. Yeah. But it's like some thrift store right. yarny yeah. scarf that looks like a 12-year-old would wear it. Right. <laughs> Not in a hip way. Right. Um, fuck it. I don't, I, don't I don't wear a scarf because I don't see a purpose. I like my neck being warm. I've noticed, too, because like I walk my dog in the mornings. Right. One time this week I forgot my scarf. It was noticeably chillier right. without the scarf. Right. So I think they're they're a good item to have in this time of year. That's why I wear a coat. With a, you got a collar? No. Well, it doesn't, it yeah, there's a collar. Sitting that coat doesn't keep my neck warm. Yeah. I need my neck warm. Oh, I need, warm. I need my neck warm. I need my hands warm. I need my balls warm. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, movie theater experience wasn't, uh, wasn't a totally terrible one. Yeah, and everybody was pretty quiet. Yeah, for the most part. There was people talking throughout the whole movie, though. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't hear it. They were whispering, but uh, uh, it was persistent. I was say, I heard some during the uh, trailers, but I didn't hear it. I didn't hear a peep during the oh, film. Oh, yeah. They were, they were, someone was talking uh, throughout the entire thing. Wow. Uh, but not to the point where it was annoying, but like when it was really quiet, I could hear it. Yeah, okay. Uh... Did have some rude assholes uh, before the movie. Uh, cut in front of me in line. Uh, your uh, your lady friend was uh, up getting her uh, her, uh, her smorgasbord coffee. Her Uncle Wiggly uh, yeah. frappuccino. <laughs> and uh, there was a guy behind her, and I was behind that guy. And uh, this couple had walked in. They bought their ticket, and then they walked up behind me at the to the concession stand. Uh, and then uh, your your girlfriend got her coffee, and she she came to show me the just uh, all the uh, the uh, gum drops and uh, gingerbread men that were uh, Twizzlers, right, 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 yeah, yeah. sleeping inside of it. And uh, and uh, while she was doing that, apparently the people behind me took that opportunity to cut the fuck in front of me. They're like, "Oh, that guy's just there to look at the coffee." Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so uh, when when the guy who was directly behind her left, you know, the, the guy the was like, I can help who's next. I just fucking jammed myself right in front of uh, that cunt. And I said, I was here first. I want a popcorn. <laughs> did, did you, like, give the eye contact to the lady? Oh, yeah. 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 Was she like, oh, sorry. Like, like, I just kind of walked in and I just looked at her and was like, I was here first. <laughs> she didn't say anything. She just kind of backed off. Yeah. Well, you know, it is an art house crowd. They don't fight. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they also don't follow the fucking rules. That's because they're outcasts, man. They don't give a what about your system's rules. <laughs> and then uh, when we were standing in line to wait to get into the theater, we were in front of the line. And like 
50 old people just, like, cut in front of us. Right. Yeah. And I was talking to Joe, our friend, uh, <laughs> about uh, how the, the other couple had cut in front of me at the, the concession stand. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, yeah, you just missed me yelling at those people because uh, they cut in front of me. A lot like these people. And then I saw a woman just kind of look at us and then go to the end. <laughs> Would you really fight the old people? If they, if they... Uh, I'd yell at them. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know, you know, fuck them. You don't want to break their bones. I hate old people. Aww. But they've been around so long, they're just tired. Yeah. They're confused. You know? Then don't go out. <laughs> if they've got to, they got to keep it, keep it going. Senility does not excuse them for getting the rules. A well, line is a line. They just need reminded. I agree. They a do. Line they need reminded. Is a line. <laughs> We're trying to have a society here, yeah. folks. They're, they're, things are breaking down all around us. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not defending them. Right. Well, I'm just saying, you know. They need a little reminder yeah. because they they might not be maliciously cutting. They might just they've confused things. They're like, I was here. I think I was here first. I don't know. Yeah. They were not. Yeah, they, they were not they were even not. to buy the tickets. Right, I was there first. Yeah, I was there before anyone else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, Joe. Yeah. Then uh, then of course uh, we left the theater, walked outside to the. Fine, fine, fine smelling smells of downtown Dayton, Ohio. Yep. Right across from the Greyhound Station is the neon. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think that was a uh, bus smell. But it's the uh, transients that travel on the bus. Okay. Or or the beg for change from the transients that okay. travel on the bus. Right. Yeah, it smelled like a giant wet fart outside. <laughs> I, I actually contributed to the smell it's with a giant wet fire since we walked outside. <laughs> Part of that, 13% of that could have been me. Yeah, but but uh, the smell of outside was, was what I first noticed, and then you farted later. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I was just uh, caught up in the action. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I want to be a part of Dayton. <laughs> I want to contribute. I want to be remembered. I'm not going to invent the airplane, so i got to fart really right. wetly in public. <laughs> Which you did. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little wet. Yeah. Did I tell you I sharded on myself at work the other day? And this is the best part. I had an awesome day. <laughs> because like I I walk I walk out uh I walk outside to oh I went to the bank, that's what it was. I get back and like on the way back I shard on myself and I was like, Oh, I can I can feel something more than uh, gas escaping my asshole, and uh, and so I walk into the Mavericks bathroom, and I was like, Jerry, I gotta hit the little boys' room when I, as soon as I walk in, and I walk into the Mavericks bathroom, no toilet paper, so I used my hand, <laughs> cleaned up a bit, and then I was like, I gotta go get some lunch after that. <laughs> So I walk up to my car, try to start my car, and it won't start. And I was like, oh, this is just horrific. So uh, I ate lunch and everything and finished up work. And then I went and tried to start my car again, and it wouldn't start. So I called Doogie to see if he'll give me a ride. And he drives all the way to Mavericks. And he's like, you, you want me to see if uh, I can start your car? And I was like, yeah, if you want to try. So he walks over, and he tries to start it, and it won't start. And then he's like, he just puts it in neutral, and then he just starts. So, 
So all I had to do was put it in neutral, which is a new thing for my car. That's <clears throat> never happened before. Right. But, uh. You should, should probably get that looked at. Yeah, I should probably yeah. get that looked at. And also the sharding thing. Yeah. You should probably get that well, looked at too. Well, I had, I had ate some like hot peanuts or something. And, and I'd walked all <laughs> across the street to the bank and was on my way back. So well, my body was in motion and things were moving around in there. Yeah, it's. Didn't seem like a natural thing. No. Yeah. I did go buy some toilet paper, though. Yeah, so we're good. stocked now. Yeah. In case that ever happens again. Right. But, uh, you should uh, you should probably get your car looked at for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Especially since we're going to travel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be yeah. nice to not be stranded in the middle yeah. of Indiana. Just remind me if it won't start, put it in neutral. Right. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, once we get to Chicago, I'm fine with us being stranded here because we know people. Because so. that would be awesome. Right. Yeah. All that too. <laughs> I would love to lose myself in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, all right. Want to take a break? Sure, let's do that. I mean, anything else about uh, Boxville on the cover? Um, nothing else I can think of. Yeah, yeah I just want to sum it up with, I thought it was really good. I thought uh, it was fun. It's it, worth it's a, seeing, for it's, sure. <clears throat> it's a fine movie, uh, just not, I don't think, as uh, uh, amazing as uh, it seems to be being built up. Plus, like you said, with the similarities, like maybe if the wrestler didn't exist, we'd be like, "Wow, that was way different, and right, right. original, and yeah. Yeah, it was cool." Yeah, but the wrestler does exist, and uh, I recommend that as well. It's much better. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. See you.
Hey, welcome back to Gutter Trash. Welcome back. Good break. Yeah. <laughs> we got some stretching done. I yeah. walked around a while. No, it was like a four-second break. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, little, you literally hit pause and you're like, you good? And I was like, yep. <laughs> so this is like five seconds after uh, whatever you heard before the song. Right, right. Well, we're time traveling because that song is like four minutes long. Oh, wow, well, yeah. So, wow. Well, we're ahead of time right now. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, everybody bet on the Steelers for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if the Steelers are a team. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> they're the ones that wear black and yellow and they're from Pennsylvania. Uh, See? Look how much I know about sports. <laughs> oh. uh, That's all just, just from working at Mavericks. Right. Rashad Mendenhall. He's a stealer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's the only stealer I know, actually. Yeah, yeah. Just because I sold one of his cards on eBay the other day. What about, uh, who was it? Uh, something Rothelsberger? Ben Rothelsberger? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is I don't, he a stealer? I don't think he is anymore. But he was. I, I think he was, yeah. 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 See, maybe, see, I know something. Maybe he still is. Some time ago I do. See, yeah. <laughs> Was that from when you worked at Mavericks? Or? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> that was from when he uh, got arrested for something, I think, or raped a woman. Or, uh, oh, really? Who knows? Yeah, he's a football player. He's probably, yeah. I'm sure he's raping somebody. Yeah, I'm sure every football player has raped someone at oh. some point in time. It's just whether they get caught or not. Or killed a dog. Or killed a dog. What's or right? in a human being. Or or shot themselves in, in a club with their own gun. <laughs> because yeah. that's amazing. Yes. And true. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, not like a suicide attempt. No, yeah, like just, just like a shot fucking moronic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, no, I think he shot himself in the leg or something like that. Mm. You don't have a cat, do you? No, I thought I just heard a cat, uh, like you, knocking uh, stuff over in the other room. You, uh, you, uh, you've uh, been here for you know, two years, uh, once a week. You should know that I don't have a cat. Well, I just heard a cat knock stuff over. Uh, not, not here. Okay. And also, I did not hear anything. That's cre- well, I totally heard. You didn't hear that? No. I totally heard something fall over. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> something fell over, maybe. I got a lot of stuff uh, perilously uh Some teetering stacked. going on. Yeah. 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 Uh, I also have uh, annoying neighbors. Maybe you heard that. It sounded like it was like right in the other room. Yeah, but you said that yesterday, too, about my neighbors <laughs> yeah. who were having a party upstairs. <laughs> I thought they were right outside your window. Yeah, they were not. Yeah. Sounds like uh sounds like you got a problem with uh sense of sound direction. Oh, you know, I may be going deaf. Uh it's possible. I'm actually going to the doctor Tuesday morning uh-huh. to uh figure out what's going on with my ears. They've been ringing for like literally, you know, when like you go to a concert and it's loud and it's ringing when right. you go home. And then that's super loud and crazy. But then the next evening, you can hear a faint ring. Right. I've had that for about eight weeks now. Yeah. Should, uh, it yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you should, uh, while you're at the doctor uh, getting your ear checked, maybe you should uh, tell them about the sharding, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think they'd know? Maybe, maybe they might be uh, related. I might even mention that 
starting the neutral thing, see if they know anything about cars. <laughs> you know. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. What can you do? He can't tack that on. I can be like, what? He's giving me car advice. He can't charge me for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's not been eight weeks. It's been about six weeks, though. Yeah, still. I think it's been longer than that. Has it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I've went to the doctor twice already. Yeah. First time they gave me some nasal spray. Uh, the second time I went back, I was like, that didn't help. And he was like, he gave me uh, like a, I, I swear he like raped my ears. Like they, they hurt like crazy after it was done. He was like sticking things in there to, to right. look really deep. And, uh, he was like, he's like, yeah, it looks fine. And then he was like, I don't know what, what it is. And then, so he sent me to a specialist uh, Tuesday. Maybe you're going insane. Ooh, it's true. My artwork does seem to like its eyes move sometimes. Right, right. Like that Tommy was so I did for the okay panic video. Yeah, yeah. Then his eyes moved a little bit. Are you uh are you slowly turning into a quill pen? Oh, oh that would be awesome. <laughs> like a dip like I could be Jim Woodring's giant dip pen. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was looking for one about six feet. I'm only five ten, but yeah. maybe he'll Hey, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, <laughs> platforms and what. I'll spike my hair up David Bowie style or something. Eighties. <laughs> I'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Did he ever get that done? Uh, I know he raised the money for it, <laughs> but he just went on vacation instead. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> He's bought some salvia and uh, like a Doors live album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of people raising money for things, mm-hmm. uh, have you heard about the Tony Harris thing? Huh. There's apparently a website that uh, has uh, sprung into existence over the past year or two, uh, in which uh, I guess it's a lot of comic artists uh, are using it. They're basically asking for donations to be able to put out their comics. Okay. You know, like like the, the money that it would cost them to produce a comic. So these are struggling artists. These aren't, like, professionals. Uh, some of them are... Not quite so struggling. Yeah, like a Tony Harris. Yeah, I was say, uh, was he like giving money or is he asking for? Money? He's asking for, I believe, sixty thousand dollars. Okay. To uh, write and draw a ninety-six page graphic novel. Seems like a little much. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he kind of lays it out and like you know the production cost and like the time that it would take to do it. But you know, at the same time, you think that uh, you know. He, he is one of the most uh, well-respected comic book artists out there. I'm sure he's always got a, a cover gig somewhere. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, why can't he just do this on his own time? Yeah. And uh, not uh, ask for $60,000 for people. I mean, I don't know much about this. First I've heard of it, but right. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, yeah. For, for him. Right, yeah. Because, I mean, he's, yeah, he's like, yeah, I mean, he's got to be getting, like, every time there's Starman omnibuses sale, right, you know, he's yeah. got to be getting some like, scratch. The Obergeist trade paperback. Right. You know, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, I'm not, uh, not sure how I think about it yeah. myself. I might have to read up on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually not even sure how I think about it for people who are not Tony Harris. I mean, uh, like, I love this, I, I, for, I don't know how you pronounce it, the Zarek Grant, I guess. Right, right. Like, I love that idea. Right. And, like, if this is a similar thing. It's but, not. Okay. It's uh, basically people saying, hey, here's a comic I'm doing, please give me money. Okay. Yeah. And then people can donate money to. Huh. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's just me thinking that. Uh, you know, back when I was doing comics, I mean, that was you know we we had to pay for it ourselves. We, we right. didn't ask for other people to pay for it. Right. 
You know, I mean, maybe I'll. You know what I should do? I'm going to go on that website and I'm going to say, for sixty dollars, I will produce a 96 page graphic novel in a year. Yeah. Whoever the first person that gives me sixty dollars, and I will dedicate that book to them. Right. <laughs> sixty bucks, yeah. people. Look, I'll give you sixty bucks. All right. Yeah, I can't afford that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That seems like a, an insane amount of money. Yeah. For somebody who's, you know, in the biz. Right. Right. Because, yeah, it just seems like, uh, you know, I mean, I understand, you know, somebody wanting to, to have a life outside of their, their job. And so maybe he just wants that money so that he can, you know, not do the other work in order to do this. But, you know, a lot of other comic artists have, you know, you know uh, especially if this work is so personal to him that he has to have, he has to do this. Right. You know, well, why not just, yeah. uh, you know, just do it on his weekend? Spare time, yeah. right? Yeah. S- sell your fishing boat. Right, yeah. Uh, quit the bowling league. Right, right. And just just uh, man up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you say what it was about or anything? Or? Uh, it's called Round Eye, I think. It's like a story that he's been kind of shopping around a little bit. I think it was even like a small preview thing that he did a while back. Huh. Just seems like a ninja's fighting things and this is a very personal story for him right yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's weird i cannot even remember what the the name of the uh the website is that does this but uh wow i mean like i don't want to change my opinion on just like you know i respect you and your opinion but i hate changing my opinion on something just based on what someone tells Tells me but uh yeah that makes me like him a little bit less Yeah, yeah it really does of course, so did Ex Machina. So, right, yeah. You know. yeah. Uh, no, I thought he was fine on Ex Machina. I just uh, hated the ending of that book. <laughs> I never I never read it. Yeah, it ended terribly. Did Brian the, K. cannot end a book. Did the towers finally fall? <laughs> no. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, oh, okay, whoa, holy can of worms. You don't like the way um, BKV ends the books that he does? No. Mm. Uh, the last man was pretty terrible. I say I like the wine. Ex Machina was just as bad. It was the only two things I've read of him that uh, that needed a big that, that yeah. Yeah. I, I liked why. I thought that was good, start to finish. Yeah. I thought uh, both of those series were good uh, start to uh, towards the end, and then tapered off to uh, disappointment. How about the way into this Buffy run? Did you? What did you think of that? that. <laughs> because, uh, why would I? Yeah, you like a good story. Uh, you like Josh Whedon. I, I do like Josh Whedon, but that doesn't mean I've ever wanted to watch a Buffy the Vampire Slayer <clears throat> ever. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. I don't care. I only read one issue I don't of the even comic ever. The fucking movie. Oh, that is awesome. Pee Wee Herman, Luke Wilson. Yeah, not Luke Wilson. Jordan, Jordan, scenario, or whatever his name is, I don't know. What was his name? Luke Perry. Luke Perry. Is that his name? Yeah, Luke Perry. Luke Perry. Yeah. Not Luke Wilson or whatever the fuck you just said. Yeah. And Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. Rucker Hauer. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, that's a good movie. Christy Swanson. Would you veto? Yeah. Would you? Yeah. Because I would like to see that again. It's been watch it on your own time. Yeah. I'm sure your girlfriend probably will see it. No, she I doesn't. don't. No, she doesn't want to see that. Okay. Well, she likes the series. That's fine. I don't want to see anything involving Buffy. I, I think the last time I saw that movie, I'd never heard of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like, the show. Yeah. Like, 
like that movie was out, and I was like, that seems weird. I was like, that's I, it was fun. I liked it. Yeah. I never wanted to see it when it first came out, and I never wanted to see it when the TV show came out, and I never wanted to see the TV show, and I definitely don't want to read the comics. Yeah, yeah the comic I don't think you really get unless you've watched a bunch of the shows, because I'd seen right. a handful, and I read the first issue, and I was like, I don't know any of these characters other than Buffy and you know Willow and Giles, and that was about it. I like uh, the show Angel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like the comic. Never read the comic. Never. Yeah, I just don't like comics based on things. Mm. They're usually pretty awful. Mm, yeah. The art is always. They try too much to make it yeah. look like. Yeah, yeah. I I agree with you on that. I hate and that. The, then the stories are basically like uh, we really wish we were the TV show. Boy, do we wish we were the TV right. show. Unless, uh, yeah. Not. Unless, like, I think Dave Dorman's the only person I've seen. Uh, do something based on a live action thing and make it look like the characters and make it cool. Like his, I think it was, was it Dave Dorman that did the Star Wars comics, like the Dark Empire? Never read a Star yeah. Wars comic. Really? Well, I've read the Attack and Bake. That one's really good. Yeah. Oh, there's some really good Star Wars comics. You know, Jim Woodring wrote some Star Wars comics? Really? How weird is that? That is weird. They were they were like all one shot Jabba the Hutt crime stories. Of course they were. Yeah. <laughs> of course they were. Yeah. <laughs> like I would love to see him do an Ewok comic that's just like all in Ewokies. Yeah, right, right. I could see that, or like just silent Ewok comics. Right, right. I love Jim Woodring. I like the Tag and Bink comics. Hmm. They were yeah, fun. Yeah, those were funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just uh, not much of a love for Star Wars. Not much of a love for comics based on movies or TV shows. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you. Well, they seem to be the worst of the worst of comics. I'd like to see a, I'd like to see a Dexter comic. That might the, be uh, the Dexter webisodes. Oh, yeah. That, uh, <laughs> That's like right. Kyle Baker did. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think Bill Sinkovich even did one. Not sure. Never seen any of them. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to check that out. But I don't like motion comics. Oh um, yeah, they're motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, uh, man, I'm not a fan of most things, as we've learned. Uh, yeah, this is basically what we've learned. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> uh, I really wish we could talk about something that I would like. Yeah. Uh, I, I drank on Saturday. Oh yeah, I got yeah. Drunk. Uh, at a Christmas party. See, that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, you don't want to talk about things. Not really, because like uh, the more I think about it, it's like, yeah, I didn't enjoy myself. Yeah. Like uh, I got drunk. That was the most enjoyment I got. So I got angry because they took away the mashed potatoes. I got angry because they took away the rest of the food. Uh, uh, I got angry like a... because because uh, that one guy was there. Uh, I went with uh, my friend, and we had an argument right as she walked in the fucking door. Oh, and man. it was just a terrible ride there and a terrible ride back. And then I came home and I passed out. Wow. That's a Christmas party. Merry Christmas, <laughs> motherfuckers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, gosh, that's too bad. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. what else? Um, <laughs> uh, that's it. That's all I've got. Um, all right. Well, then I'll just pick a comic and let's get that one. We'll see. Comic? That'd be something you like. I hope. 
Yeah. I hope. Uh, Is this something you've read before? It's something I have owned for a very long time. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever fully read Ooh. Beginning to End. Oh, okay. And when I say that this is something I've owned for a very long time, I'm going to say that I have owned this since probably the 90s. Really? Yeah, and have never read. Really? Yeah. Wow, that is weird. Yeah. That's 20 years. Yeah. 15, 15, 20 years. Yeah. And the comic is older than that. I would say this, eh, 89, 90, maybe? Ooh. Maybe 91, I'm sure. Give, give me a hint. Give me the company and I'll guess it. DC. DC. Is it Vertigo? No. Okay. Um, a DC comic. For, I'm going to guess. It's a miniseries. It's a miniseries. Ooh, yeah. I wasn't going to guess a miniseries. Oh, man. Um, ba, 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 is it, uh, is it Invasion? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. No, it's not a crossover. Okay. It's, not it's, a crossover. it's about one character. One character. Uh, from, it was published anywhere between 89 and 91, I believe. Is it Batman Grindel? No. That's not one character. No. Well, it's one DC character. It's also a crossover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's not a crossover. Not a crossover. Okay. Focus on one character. Yeah, we've established that, I guess, twice now. Yeah. Um, wow, yeah, I'm bad at guessing. Uh, uh, is it a superhero? Ooh. Uh, hard to say. Ooh. Is it... Sebastian O? No. Okay. okay. It's a Vertigo book, and also later than... Oh, that is Vertigo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I give up. Really? Yeah. Because I was liking this game. Oh, yeah? I'll give him one more hint. Uh, okay. One more. Uh, huh. Give me the initials. I uh, can't do that. Okay. You will guess... Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, is it the Man Bat miniseries? No. Uh, that was a good guess, though. That was a pretty good guess. Uh, Does he have tentacles or armor? Uh, does he carry a gun or have a mustache? Yes. Both? Is it yes. the, Is it the question? No. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have either. <laughs> no, he has a gun, right? He has a gun. No, he doesn't have a gun. Is it uh, a... Oh, oh, he has a gun. Oh, gun. I'm going to guess... Oh, I got it. I think I got it. No, 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 he doesn't have a gun. It's a weapon, but not a gun. Uh, okay. Um, damn it, a gun. Is it Hitman. No. Oh. That was an ongoing series. And he had no mustache. And he had no mustache. <laughs> I'm yeah. so bad at this game. Um, <laughs> I, well, it's, I, I was going to guess longbow hunters, but thinking that... Uh, oh, yeah. That's, that's not a bow and arrow is not a gun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it shoots. Yeah, it's it does shoot. No. He does have a mustache. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say, though, that uh, the book that uh, I'm picking... Uh, Crossed over famously with uh, Hitman once. Really? Yeah. Justice League? No. Yeah. Uh, I remember there was a Justice League Hitman. Yeah, or, yeah, that was recent. I know Batman was in like the first couple issues of Hitman. Right. Um, <clears throat> I don't remember any other Hitman crossover. All right, all right. Um, Damn it, I'm so bad at this. Uh, you know, this is actually weird because a couple weeks ago I... Put out a call on on the Facebook and the Twitter, uh, and uh, no one responded, at least not seriously. 
which, uh, fuck you guys, really. <laughs> I know we're, we, we like to joke and stuff, but sometimes I ask a serious question and I want a serious answer. Right. Assholes. What, what did you ask? Is there, like, a game we should play? Like, 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 should we do, like, trivia? Uh, like, like, you know, like, uh, the... Oh, uh, like on the show, you mean? Yeah. Oh, like, okay. like, like, you know, uh, like the, the Doug Loves Movies podcast, they play the Leonard Malton game. You know, like a Would You Rather, or uh, yeah. uh, should we play something to, huh. to you know, uh, make the show interesting since mm. it's not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we play music. Um, uh, that's not a game. Oh, okay. oh really? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And like you know, this this guessing game could be fun if if uh, if there was like prizes. Oh, well, the prizes that that's what we're gonna we're gonna read and review. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the the book is painted. Oh wow! Okay, is it nocturnal? No, no. is it uh, psycho? No. Uh, um. Or, no, it's not painted. I'm sorry. The covers are painted by the same guy who did the interiors. Oh, okay. Okay. And he's more famous for painting than really not. Man. Um. There are two writers. Two writers? Yeah. Is it Tom and Mary Beerbaum? No. <laughs> um, but you are dangerously close. Really? Really? So it's Giffen related? Oh, my gosh. Um, Lobo? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Is the, that the first one? First Lobo. Then series. Wow. Simon Bosley, Keith Giffen, Alan Grant. That's awesome. Yeah. I haven't read that since I was like 15. Yeah. I've never read it. And I do have a copy. You do? Oh, yeah. Sweet. You sure? Positive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have two copies of Lobo's back because I was going through my comic collection the other day, yeah. and it, which is a no order. Right. Like, I group them by writer and artist sometimes, but I saw Lobo's back in one box with my Bisley stuff, and I saw Lobo's back in one box with my Giffen stuff, right. and I was like, oh, I have two copies of Lobo's back. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, but this is not Lobo's back. This is the original. This yeah. is the original. No, I've got the original. Okay. And uh, how much do you want for that second uh, set of uh, Lobo's back? Really? You can, oh, you can have them. Okay. I can find them. All I can right. find them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Right. So this is just like the four issue original series. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm down. All right. Fucking Lobo, man. Fuck yeah. This is our first Giffen thing. I think so. Wow. Yeah. I have. To, I want to go on record saying here, Giffen's in my top five. Oh, I know. Comic artists. Oh, I know. Writers, artists. Yeah. Comic. Dudes. Comic guys. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well aware of that. Uh, I was rushing around trying to find some comic to read. Because I, I usually try to take the, the break between us doing uh, your comic and your movie to read the comic I'm going to pick. Right. So that I can just give it to you. Yeah. And, like, in case you don't know it. I usually try, but I right, seldom. Yeah. Well, I, I totally flaked out, and it was just been busy anyway. And, uh, could not figure out anything to read. And then, like, you know, because everything was like, ah, it's going to take too long to read. Blah. And uh, I just happened to be flipping through some books, and I saw the Lobo miniseries, and I was like, you know, I've never read this. Wow. I'm surprised. Huh? I've read I've read issue four. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Uh, back when, like, that first came out, like, one of my friends was buying that, and uh, he let me borrow. 
real that issue, issue for. He's yeah. like, hey, the end of the story is awesome. Check it out. <laughs> I think maybe you got it in a grab bag. I remember Ma- when I was a kid, Maverick used to do grab bags. Right. I thought that was awesome. Oh, yeah. Grab uh, bags are awesome. Yeah. In a way. I mean, it's fun. It's like, yeah. I mean, especially like all the, the sports nerds that shop right. at Mavericks, because they are nerds. They don't. They don't want to be the called nerds, nerds right, right. but they know all the statistics. Yeah. They, they're oh, fucking they're nerds. Total fucking nerds. They, they wear the jerseys. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah. I, I seldom wear a comic shirt. Oh, right. man, I'm lying. I'm wearing one right now. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's a Nate Powell okay. uh, shirt. Yeah. Uh, um, but, uh, but oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah, the, like that's the fun of their hobby is opening up the packs, Pack. seeing right, what yeah. they get. Yeah. And like, I love the comic grab bag. Yeah. Jack hates it. Really? Hates the grab bag for really? comics. Huh. Loves the sports cards. Kind of a... Yeah. Kind of a... Why does he get the comic grab bag? Um, he thinks it's like some sort of cheat somehow, like you're just pushing off crap on people. Uh, well, you are. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you could put you could put stuff that's good, right, and, right. and you can make the grab bags cheap, like a dollar. Right. I mean, that's not yeah. horrible. Put like six books from our quarter box in there, sell right. it for a dollar. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I would uh, I'd say go more books than that. 12 books. Yeah. 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 For a dollar. Yeah. yeah. I would do that. Really? I'll put you one together. Fuck yeah. I, it, it'll be just you that can buy these. Sweet. And I'll put it together myself. Nice. I'll, I'll, pick, I'll pick 12. Nice. <laughs> We're excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I remember uh, Bookery Fantasy used to have uh, grab bags back in like the early 90s when the uh, the comic boom. Oh, yeah, the boom. I remember the boom. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you did. You were working on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, back in the 90s, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't there in 1990, but every other 90 I was right. there. Uh, you were there, were you there for uh, X-Men number one? I was there for X-Men number one, I was there for Death of Superman, I was there for Spawn number one. Yeah. I was there for the three big 90s books. Nice. I was even there for Bloodshot number one, if you want to count that. Yes, I do. Yeah, and Turok number one. Well, of course. Someone was in Mavericks yesterday and asked how much their Turok comic is worth. They're like, oh, I've got this old Turok comic. I was like, I was like, oh, the like, uh, gold the key, gold key yeah. uh, painted cover. He's like, oh, it has like a foil cover. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's a... It's a quarter comic. <laughs> <laughs> he thought that was worth some money. Was is it the foil or the chromium? Ooh. Oh, it was chromium. You're okay. totally right there. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right. So Lobo. Lobo. I'm down. Yeah. Fragantastic, I'm down. <laughs> that didn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Okay. But it's awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Well, we got our our Christmas special is going to come out uh, after yeah. this. Okay. So. Well, it'll be up before Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, if uh, everything works out, hopefully that will be up on Christmas Eve. This will be up uh, at least a day before that. Before the, we do the show? Yeah. Well, no. Uh, before the... Like, we're doing this now on a Sunday. Uh-huh. This, if uh, everything works out, may go up on Tuesday. Uh-huh. And then on Friday we'll put up the the Christmas special. No, oh, on Christmas Eve. On Christmas That's Eve. That's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Um, uh, well, in between there'll be a league night. Well, since since we're probably recording this or recording the holiday before this one will you know really air or whatever. Right. Um, what <laughs> is is there a recipe for like spiked eggnog? Because I would like to bring some spiked eggnog for a holiday special. Um, I don't know. You just pour liquor in it. I I don't know. I've never drank eggnog. Really? 
I've had it once. I didn't like it. But I'm pretty sure I don't want to try eggnog. Oh, really? Even for the holiday special? Uh, With especially like, not homemade. <laughs> I'll, I'll pick some up at McDonald's and I'll pick up the old Dan Tucker. I don't think they have eggnog at, uh, Really? And McDonald's? Yeah. I thought they always did. Yeah, I think so. Well, well, it's even better. I'll go to the grocery and I'll get eggnog and old Dan Tucker. <laughs> bring it over. And then you just bring the, the old Dan Tucker over. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. We'll, That's it? We'll go from there. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that sounds much, much more pleasant, yeah. actually. Uh, all right. Yeah. So we're, we'll, yeah, folks, uh, stay tuned. Pay attention for the, uh, the Christmas special. Did you already, you didn't accidentally give away what we're doing for that, did you? Uh, I don't know. Cause, cause I really wanted that to be a surprise. I probably did. I probably did. Can you believe it? Oh, I'll have to listen to this again. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. It's all right. At least it's only been within the past couple of minutes. Yeah. yeah. All right. A Christmas special of some kind. A Christmas special of some kind by us is coming out, and we are doing something that will hopefully be pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Uh, so uh, we'll see you then. Take care. Drive safely. And if, and if you don't listen to the Christmas special, that's fine. Merry Christmas to you anyway. Uh, no, you really shouldn't listen to the Christmas special. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you should. But if, if you don't, maybe you should. Yeah, well, yeah, you totally should. Yeah. If you've listened to our Christmas specials in the past, this one will actually have a focus. No. <laughs> don't tell them that. As much focus as we can have. Right. Well, yeah. 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 And uh, hopefully awesome. Oh, it's going to be awesome. It's your Christmas present. Oh, yeah. From us to you. It's your stocking stuffer. Right. Yeah. You should listen to it. It's like if your grandma gave you a present and you didn't open it. You like your grandma, don't you? Right. We're your grandma. We are your internet grandma. Yeah. That's us. We are your internet podcasting grandma. Don't forget about us. Right. We don't want to go to a home. Don't put us in the home. No. We still got vitality. We got life. This might be our last year. Right. Spend it with us. Yeah. <laughs> See you Friday. Yeah. All right. All right. Night. <laughs>you can subscribe to gutter trash at itunes or directly at guttertrash.net if you go to itunes please leave us a review you can email us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net for more info you can find us on facebook or you can go to seanborn.net or buyerbeware.guttertrash.net listen to our sister podcast league night at league.guttertrash.net thank you for listening until next time